How's it going, everybody? Thanks for joining us here on the Use Guys in That podcast, sponsored by Vandalay Industries and, of course, premier sponsor, GorseNexus.com. Please check them out. Um, don't forget to bit shoot as well if you wouldn't mind. Uh, check it out. That's where all the videos are. That's where the continuous upload takes place. A lot of stuff to talk about here. Uh, a lot of things that have transpired since the last time we, um, we, we met, we spoke, uh, namely this murder of this young man. Uh, by the police, uh, which I don't know if any of you watched it in its entirety. Uh, the uh, George Floyd one was really, really hard to watch. This one, I argue, is worse. I didn't even watch the George Floyd one because, like, I, I just, at the time, people describing it, I just couldn't do it. Um, I did watch this one, and I'll be honest, I closed my eyes a lot and plugged my ears a couple of times while my eyes were closed um just because it was so fu- i'm like jesus fucking christ man like it was really bad he was calling for his mom it was terrible yeah it was um it was it was really uh, uh i mean you watched the man get murdered by agents of the state um and funny enough not funny enough i don't know that's not the right word strangely enough i guess you could say is what we haven't seen is the kind of outcry that took place when uh, George Floyd was murdered. That was a literal rebellion that took place, and rightfully so. I'm not going to, that's not a criticism, it's just an observation. This doesn't seem to be generating the kind of, I don't know, visceral reaction from people, and I don't know why. Is it because the cops are black and this, and, and the deceased is a young uh, black fellow? Is that why we're not, is that why people are not pissed off? I mean, it's they're uniformed agents of the state. I think the color of their uniform is really what the color that matters in this case. Um, it's just more. I mean, we're going to get into more of this, and you're, as Scott Horton says, your security force. We were, we are going to discuss more of what's going on today, and um, just to make you aware of what's happening around you uh, in this country. A couple things we want to start with. For those of you, we have some listeners in New York. I'm not sure which part of New York. Uh, however, if you're watching the video of this, this is pretty uh, amazing. Um, the first thing we're going to roll is what somebody, what $1,700 and some uh, change will get you for rent in New York City. So, what do you pay for rent in New York? Could I have a tour of your apartment? Welcome to my 80 square foot apartment. Square almost feet. laid down the entire apartment. <laughs> and then there's the shower. The shower's actually a decent size. Wait, where's your bed? It's a basket of bedding. Whoa. No way. <laughs> Murphy bed and storage all in one. That's crazy. What do you pay for rent in New York? So, Could I have a tour of your For 80 square feet of space. Right. Um, You people no, are really ill. Like mentally ill to live in that dump for that kind of money. For seventeen fifty, where I live, I can live really nicely. <coughs> really, nicely. yeah. Uh, seventeen fifty for I mean, you're gonna have a lot more than eight square feet. It's amazing what uh, people will do. Um, I I don't know what to tell you, and that's just for a single person. You imagine two people in eighty square feet. I don't care how much you like each other. I mean, no. you're gonna end up if you ain't fucking, you're fighting. I mean, that's it. I mean, if you're gonna have an argument. It's just even if you are fucking, you're fighting. Right, yeah. Like, yeah. And that shower, you ain't fucking in the shower, my man. Like that ain't happening. Hey, you know, I'm gonna sit on the toilet, and you go ahead and sit on me, okay? And then your hair's gonna get wet, but it's gonna be fine. Um, you people are mentally ill. Mentally ill. It's it's there's no way other way around it. There's another video. 
Uh, this one comes from our neighbors to the north. Um, how, how's it going up there in Canada? We've got listeners um, across several provinces. Thank you for uh, for joining us. And uh, we want to talk. So this is the government uh, in Canada making a dairy farm in southern Ontario dump thirty thousand liters of milk because it had gone. Over, they had gone over quota. They can't donate it to a food bank or to a hospital or to a homeless shelter right down the drain so we can pay $7 per liter of milk. Let's go ahead and see what they have to say. Hey guys, we're here at Give and Go's Farm in uh, Southern Ontario. We milk about 260 cows. Uh, right now during the winter months, you milk quite a bit more milk because the feed is very consistent. And if you do a good job, you will produce quite a bit of milk. So, but right now we're over our quota. Um, it's regulated by the government and by the DFO. But the problem is, is what they don't understand is millions of people look at this milk running away. And it's the end of the month. So I have to dump, I dump 30,000 liters of milk. And it breaks my heart. I will show you. By the way, this here, Canadian milk. It's $7 a liter. When I go for my haircut, people say, wow, $7, Jerry, for a little bit of milk. I say, well, you have to go higher up because we have no say anymore as a dairy farmer on our own farm because they, uh, they, they make us dump it. And no matter how we stand up, so this time I'm going public. I want the people to see the pain that us growers have of 365 days as a little boy we grew up on a dairy farm came from europe work 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 and here we are this is what's happening okay so there's your government at work um and it's not just canada frankly um to keep prices where they need to be a form of price control and the best part this this re, this is reminiscent uh christopher and angel and our listeners of how um <laughs> you will be arrested if you try to feed the homeless or poor or the hungry or how about in kansas city missouri stand where they dump bleach on food to prevent it from being donated or fed to the homeless and the needy this is what's happening around you and you know these folks I mean, I guess in a way they, I mean, are they benefiting from this? They don't seem to be too happy about it um, because at the end of the day, you know, shit travels downhill and you're going to be paying more uh, for the price of a liter. Well, you know, here in the United States of America, we use freedom units. So we buy milk by the gallon or half gallon. Um, but um, we buy soda in two liters and liter bottles, which is strange. I understand. I don't agree with that. When either. a liter of cola. It's French for give me some fucking cola. <laughs> uh, Super Troopers reference for those of you who uh, didn't laugh and need an explanation. Uh, great, great movie, by the way. Fantastic movie. Um, so that's your government at work. So a little bit of insanity to start off uh, the show. I hope everybody's doing well. This is going to be a very dark episode. I bring you more of the same. We bring you more of the same. But, you know, these certain things, we just we got to talk about them. There's a little bit of a silver lining, and I wish that unions across the, the world, if you really wanted to get into the worker solidarity movement, 
There's a specific article that we're discussing, which is uh, in Britain. Uh, this is from the UK Daily News, Angel. Uh, Britain grinds to a halt as half a million workers go on strike. I don't think you'll ever see anything like this in the United States, to be frank with you. Uh, it would be nice if unions in the United States would act in solidarity with uh, British workers. Uh, but this is, I mean, this is amazing. 500,000 people. So a long-standing dispute over wages and working conditions came to a head on Wednesday as hundreds of thousands of British workers took part in what organizers said would be the biggest day of industrial action in over a decade. Around 500,000 workers joined a day of mass action. Teachers, train drivers, university lecturers, bus drivers, civil servants, and airport workers marched out. The major discontent comes amid rampant inflation and years of stagnant wage growth, putting further pressure on Britain's long-ruling conservative government, which is grappling with a cost-of-living crisis. Downing Street has warned Brits the strike would cause a significant disruption. Thousands of schools, and by the way, significant disruption, uh, this article published it with the uh, period outside of the quotation marks, by the way, to let our cousins across the pond know. Y'all should know this, period goes inside quotation marks. Just saying, sorry to be uh, pedantic but um, and a grammar Nazi, but uh, y'all got that wrong. You invented the language, not me. Let's Let's try to operate. Within the rules here. Does it always do it? You always have to put the period? I'm legitimately asking you that question. Before the uh, before the end Punctuation of... goes inside inside the quotation. That's what words. that's what I thought and somebody argued with me over that. They don't and I'm know what like they're talking about. But like I'm not the best on grammar, so It depends and also it, I mean there's a little bit of um I, I guess margins that you can work with depending on if it's a story if it's um, dialogue between characters or something like that where you're not going to have punctuation, it depends on the writing style of the novelist. But in this case, in a periodical, that period goes inside the quotation marks, moving on from this egregious error yes. and crime against the English language from our cousins across the pond, uh, King Chuck's people. Thousands of schools have been closed. Around 85% of the schools in England and Wales are said to be affected. And most trains in England have stopped running. British nurses are on strike over pay, testing a healthcare system in crisis. Also missing a period in this case. Walkout Wednesday is how the Daily Mail describes strikes, calling it a general strike in all but name. The Sun tabloid dubbed the disruption lockdown 2023 period inside the quotation marks. They got one right. The day of the coordinated action is just the latest in what British newspapers dubbed the winter of discontent. Named after a period of 1978 to 79, uh, marked with widespread work stoppages. See, here's the thing. This is where this would actually you could really get a, a, a proper labor movement going, where you have solidarity. Like the French love going on strike. They love that stuff. They, they love going on strike and protesting and fighting the police, which is great. Um, they, love, they love doing this. So why aren't the French like doing solidarity? And why aren't uh, American uh, unions uh, were uh, you know going on strike in solidarity? I um I don't know. Like I don't, nobody cares. That's a problem, don't you? Wouldn't you say that's a problem because this could really, really take on an entirely different light if folks went on strike together, right? Like they're like, you know what, our cousins over in England are doing it. We're gonna get after it. We're going to do what we're going to, we're going to join them in solidarity, right? No, 
here the democrats told the rail railroad workers to get back to fucking work um including yeah. um, including uh alexandra ocasio cortez did the same well, thing so i mean like nobody has you. time for this shit it's like what are you talking about like i don't know what's happening right but like when somebody's like i'm going on strike it's like okay i'm, I'm sorry that you've gotten to a point where you feel you need to do that like I got to move on with my life. Like, I'm sorry you're striking. Like, I don't know if that's the, the mentality or, like, if people are like, it's not that fucking bad. Stop with the bullshit, you and know? So you're not in support of the striking workers, Angel? Is that what you're saying? I'm not saying that. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying, because you said, like, nobody seems to care. Or, right, yeah. You know? There's no solidarity. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so, like, the only thing I can think of is, like, you know, people are like, it's not that bad, so... How about you shut the fuck up and get back to work? Like, I don't really know all the ins and all the outs, you know? Um, I'm just guessing if nobody's supporting them, there has to be a reason. Like, nobody gives a shit. Like, it's not that big of a deal. Uh, they could be afraid to lose their jobs could if they be. did go on strike. I know uh, my former uh, place of employment where Christopher and I worked for a number of years. If you merely mentioned the idea of organizing a labor union in the warehouse was subject to being fired on the spot. Um, they, uh, they're not fans of that sort of thing. Um, and as a uh, member of one of the largest unions in the country, I could tell you uh, its ineffectiveness has been discussed on the show ad nauseum. Um, soft hands on the locals president. Uh, I, I'm sorry. He's uh, it's, it's uh, there's no, we never got to go on strike and I voted for a strike every time. These people are going on strike, and it's having an impact, and that's the whole point. It is a general strike. Half a million people is a decent amount of people. I mean, the country. I mean, the United Kingdom is a rather, you know, populous country, and not in comparison to the United States, but still, for you know, it's still quite a few people. I'm surprised that, um, and across the the pond, like I said, the French love a strike, and they love protesting and throwing shit at the police. You think this is oh, we're going to jump in with our friends again across the channel and go on a strike. You know, it would be nice to see that. That's, I think, how you would get some of the ball rolling here. And unfortunately, it seems like um, the opportunity hath been missed entirely. Now, and we wish them well, uh, the striking workers. I hope they get what they want, what they deserve. Um, and... Um, Good luck. We wish we wish you we we yeah. wish them well. I mean, I I hope so. You know, like I don't know. Maybe some people have given up and said, no matter like what we strike, we're never going to get what we want. We're only going to get half, if that, of what we want, and the shit's going to stay the same. And we're just going to be here again a year from now, a couple years from now, whenever the agreement's done and over with, mm -hmm. right? And we're back at fucking square one, asking for the same shit. We asked for, you know, how, however that contract period is, and right. we're still only going to get half of that. So, like, what's the point in even doing it? Maybe some people have reached that point. I don't really know. I mean, it could be. I don't know. Um, the, I, I hope they get it. Whatever. I do as well, and we wish them well. Good luck on the strike. Um, but it's nice to see, actually, the, the workers doing something that is having an impact and perhaps people will pay more attention to what they're asking for. And again, yeah, I think it's a good idea. These are millionaires telling these working class people to suck it up. And it's like, yeah, you know, you can do that because you know, your financial position affords you that 
cushion to behave in such a cavalier fashion to those who cannot. Uh, it's rather disappointing. Um, and again, conservative, liberal, I don't give a crap about any of that stuff. I mean, you know, these are the people that make things work. They make the world run. Uh, they make sure, like, I mean, it's the fight club speech in the bathroom, right? We cook your meals. We haul you, tr- we haul your trash. Mm-hmm. Uh, we guard you while you sleep. Do not fuck with us. You know, um, and I, and I like that. I like that. And yeah. It's true. And it's a hundred percent true. And again, I guess all of us are products of the working class or live working class lifestyle still do. Um, there's a deep, uh, sense of, uh, uh, solidarity and pre- appreciation for, these folks who are trying to make their lives a little bit better and draw attention to, you know, their grievances um, and good luck to them. Now, let me ask you guys this. So I don't know if you heard, but Joe Biden is in a little hot water. He doesn't know what's going on. Okay. I can guarantee you that. Did you see they found more classified documents? I did not see that. Yes. But I did see the article that you sent. They did find more articles um or more uh not articles and this is on msn.com yes a periodical of great note well a periodical of trusted note by the masses they're still searching for more documents because they they just keep popping up they just keep uh popping up and they're from um uh, his time as vice president so they've been stick i mean who knows how long (laughs) How long these things have been fucking sitting around. I mean, he's been a government employee since, I mean, Jesus was wearing short pants. Right. Uh, So the FBI conducted another search. This time, however, they weren't able to find any any documents except for, like, notes that he wrote as vice president. But my question to you is this. We keep seeing this pop up a little bit here and there. Do you think that this is a setup to disqualify him? a mentally challenged individual, a human being who has dementia, do you think that this is a setup from the powers that be, you know, specifically within the Democratic Party, to say, okay, we're going to build up to this so that way we can gently excuse him off the stage. I don't think you're going to be able to run camel toe. I don't know if she, I mean, she, I don't know what happened to her. Does anybody know where she is? No. Like, we don't hear anything from Kamala Harris. Like, there's no, not a peep coming out of her. So, I don't know what's going on with that. But now, do you feel that this is a, that they're building up to this? That the more this is happening, like, there's people, there's, there's liberals on Twitter that are pissed that it seems like the government is working faster to investigate the sitting president as opposed to investigating the former president for uh, uh, memos and documents at Mar-a-Lago and so, and, and so on. What do you think? Do you think that this is the beginning of them kind of setting it up? Um, I mean, it it could it could possibly be that or it's probably a way to set up like because they can't Here's the thing. Go on. Like they can't prosecute Trump and not prosecute probably the majority of the people that sat in office, including the current president. So maybe to gain favor with the people, like when it comes out that they're they're not going to prosecute him, they're not going to, you know, like charge him or whatever. Um, because like there's been some hemming and hawing about how like 
this is a issue across the board, um, you know, with presidents like taking, you know, confidential information and, and not leaving it at the White House or whatever. Um, and it's a problem across the board, not just with Trump presidency. So if you're going to go after one, mm-hmm. you're going to go going to have to go after more than one. And so, like, they have to be really careful with what they decide to do because then they're setting legal precedent. And, like, everybody gets all excited and, like, thinks that shit's going to happen, right? And it's mm-hmm. like, you don't understand because once they do something, they're setting precedent, which means right. they can do it again and they can do it again, sure. and they can do it again. Yep. So that's why a lot of the times things don't happen, whether you're on the right or the left, because those people already know that. So it's a fine line and a game that they play to where they call people out and say they're going to do something, and then they really can't. Because at some point their hands are tied. And they're like, what do we do? Well, we can't do anything because right. that means da 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 da. Right. No, so no, that's a good point. That's that's a fair point. Same with the corporations doing illegal shit. Like, if they go after one, they have to go after all, and they expose all of their fucking bullshit. So they just nix it and move on. It's it's the same shit, like mm-hmm. different day. That's why. Yeah, I I think that that's a fair assessment. And I think that um, I think I'm, I'm inclined to agree with you definitely on that one. I mean, Christopher, what what do you think about all of this? Do you think this is a setup, or do you think that um, are you more with Angel's uh, uh, argument? Because she, you know she makes a great point, and I and I I will say I do find that that yes, once you go after one, you have to go after all. Therefore, we're not going to go after anybody. Um, I'm not sure then what direction. Why? I, I mean, I think in order to set it up to not allow him to run again. Like they don't necessarily have to go after him. They just have to alter the public perception. Okay. All right. Fair I, I think, I think that's all it, it's, it's an op, <laughs> you know, it's, it's literally all they have to do is alter public perception. Um, okay. So I don't really think that they have to like prosecute anybody or necessarily go that far but i mean yeah like i i feel like they've done like a lot of things to kind of set it up to be like yeah he's not gonna run again like he's not gonna get the nomination yeah i get that feeling too i just don't know who they're gonna replace um him with on the ballot you know gavin newsom that seems like he's already attacking uh, His Majesty King DeSantis of, of uh, Oh yeah, he's they, been on the attack for a while. Yes, you're absolutely right. And uh, now he's attacking Florida, going with a uh, no license to uh, carry a concealed weapon. Which Gavin said, by the way, that there are more murders in states with concealed carry than there are in states like his communist dystopian shithole of California. No offense to our listeners. We're not talking about you. Um, I, I, I'd I, have to see some data on that because I bet you that's bullshit. Yes, I agree. 
I bet you that's bullshit because like, especially when it comes to gun violence in general, like if we're talking about not just any old gun violence, because nine times out of 10, uh, any sort of data that they provide is skewed because they also include suicide. Correct. Which heavily skews the data. Yep. Heavily skews it, mind you. Mm -hmm. Um, Not that I think... That you know that like oh man that's you know it's that's a great thing but like it, it it's terrible but it skews the data heavily and, and it paints a different picture rather than fucking depressed miserable men that want to blow their brains out I mean right um so that heavily skews the data and, and to top it all off like almost I think out of just about every single mass shooting that's happened since like the 1950s. I think like the vast majority of them take place in gun free zones. Um, so <laughs> like that just goes like, they want to talk about like regulation and more rules and more laws. And it's like, if somebody's going to commit a mass shooting or gun violence, like there's no law or regulation that you can put forth. That's going to stop them. Yeah. Period. Yeah. You're, you're absolutely right, and that one, that last one that happened in California, what the weapon that was used was completely banned in California. Yeah. So go ahead and explain to me how your rules are stopping any of these things from happening, Frank. I mean, it's it's full retard mode. Um, yeah. I, I again, I don't. I'm with you on that. The and of course, anything if you've spent any time studying um, statistics, for example, or doing any work with data you know that you can manipulate those numbers very easily to make your case. Um, it was even pointed out to us when I, when I took a statistics class uh, as an undergraduate student. You can manipulate data or present it in a way to either um, defend your point or to attack the point of the individual whom, with whom you're debating. It's done. It's done regularly. We've seen data be skewed in front of us you know, by the, the cathedral, the news media. Um, you know, the corporate press. So we, we, we know that's a fact. So I love the fact that Gavin Newsom is attacking Ron DeSantis uh, because he knows that, you know, Captain Ron, King Ron is going to be his, uh, his most likely opponent in the uh, election next year. And um, outside of, I don't know if the American people really know either one of them. I think Gavin Newsom and Ron have a pretty good name recognition amongst politically active individuals how it will play out amongst the hoi polloi i don't know we'll see what happens um but um gavin newsom is an enemy of the people uh 100 and um, he's a hypocrite and he's a piece of shit <laughs> yes yes he definitely is he he is definitely all of those things by the way speaking of pieces of shit public service announcement watch the video today um, from Canada, once again, hi to our northern neighbors. Uh, we have some listeners from Canada. I have a niece that lives in Canada, in the great uh, province of Saskatchewan. Uh, I'm not sure if she's been listening lately. Uh, she's on. Uh, she does follow the uh, the podcast on uh, on Insta. So, if you're listening, hi, love you. Anyway, um, do not leave your dog chained up outside. In northern Canada, because I watched two wolves 
go to the back porch and eat a dog. Yeah, it's it's awful, dude. Like, I I haven't seen that, but I've like it is not good to leave your dogs outside chained up with no way to escape a fucking predator dude like even if the dog tried to run away it would have been over but like you know you have a dog it's isolated like if it's gonna be an outside dog you gotta have it with a fucking pack you gotta have more than one because when you have more than one the predator kind of weighs its fucking options if they're starving they might still go yeah, for it's it game on but you cannot leave a dog outside chained up when you live where wolves, bears, fucking mountain lions, pumas, fucking cheetahs, whatever. They'll fucking kill your dog, dude. They're like super fucking fast and strong and mm-hmm. they will fucking kill you like that. Yep. They, they'll kill a human like that. They, they kill fucking antelopes and shit, you know? Yeah, it was like, pretty brutal to watch like this dog. Uh, get uh, it was two wolves, and yeah. it was over before it started. It was, and it, this is not a small, this is not a fucking chihuahua. It's fucking awful, dude. It was really bad. It's awful. So please don't do that to your furry friends, man. I I watched a documentary once about like these white wolves in the like tundra or Arctic or I can't remember um someplace, and it, it was wolf pack against wolf pack, and one of the one of the wolves were roaming around and the other pack was like you're in my fucking territory dude and it ripped the fucking to pieces dude to absolute pieces it was brutal like it's awful yeah they're not to be trifled with no that's for sure Mm -mm. so um fuck you to the person who left their dog out um in those in in, in, you you should know better you should i don't want to hear well i didn't know there were any wolves around when we were in northern canada get fucked that's where, the, like, they call it the Northern Mackenzie fucking wolf. Oh, that big-ass one. Yeah, yeah. It It's like the, you know, down the line, the chain of the fucking, you know, dire wolf. <laughs> yeah. Or whatever. Right, this, right, right, yeah. This wolf is fucking massive. It like, is. you can look, look it up. It's called the Mackenzie Valley wolf, I think. Mm-hmm. And, no, it's it's huge. Yeah. Definitely. It, it was really hard to watch. Um, I watched it once and I had enough. That was all, um, all of Canada belongs to like bears and fucking there's moose a lot of and shit. You know, <laughs> it's sick. It's, it's uh, that's it it's a real nice fight up there. To moose and squirrel. <laughs> yeah. Moose and fucking bears and wolves and shit that will fucking kill you in a second. Like, yeah, yeah. Bad idea. Bad idea. Zero out of ten. Do not recommend messing uh-uh. with the wolf. Uh, that was hard to watch. So, and uh, I want speaking of Florida, um, Florida man, this isn't very good at all. Okay, uh, this is your security force at work. Uh, this is um, from uh, ABC Eleven. Uh, I, found, I, I came across this thanks to Lexi. Two former South Florida police officers handcuffed a homeless man last month and drove him to an isolated area where they beat him unconscious prosecutors alleged Thursday. According to the Miami-Dade state attorney, Catherine Fernandez-Rundle, uh, Hylia, is it Haile, Haile, city officers uh, Rafael Otano and Lorenzo Ofila, who have since been fired, were responding to a disturbance at a bakery shortly after 5 p.m. on the 17th of December 
when they encountered 50-year-old Jose Ortega Gutierrez, a homeless man who often roamed the area and was familiar with officers. Ophila, 22, allegedly handcuffed Ortega Gutierrez and placed him in the back of his marked police car, said Fernandez Rundel, and claimed surveillance footage from the area provide no evidence that supported detaining him. Instead of booking uh, Gutierrez into the local jail, Ophila and Otano, 27, allegedly drove him six miles with their emergency uh, lights on to an isolated and dark location against his will, uh, Fernandez Rundel said at a news conference. Once there, the officers allegedly threw Gutierrez, who was still handcuffed, to the ground and beat him. She said, noting that Gutierrez later testified he woke up alone, unhandcuffed, and bleeding from the head. An off-duty officer walked his dog, walking his dog, excuse me, noticed Gutierrez walking back after the incident, called 911, as was as, as was described during a press conference. Internal investigations of the incident soon commenced. By the way, when you read that, that means nothing is going to happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, prosecutors also arrested Ali Amin Saleh whom they allege tried to provide cover to Ophila and Otana by offering Gutierrez money to withhold his testimony about what happened. Gutierrez told investigators that Sala offered them more than a th- offered him more than $1,000 and pressured him to sign an affidavit that stated the officers did not assault him, even though he cannot read, Rundell said. Ophila and Otana were each charged with armed kidnapping, which could bring a penalty of life in prison and one count of battery. Ophelia was also charged with official misconduct. Hmm. Um, I will I will go out on a limb and say that they don't do any time in jail. They're just not going like, to... It just doesn't happen. Okay? Misconduct is nothing. <laughs> right. Like, I don't even know what this means. Like, it just says, yeah, they can kidnap you and beat the shit. I mean, we already knew that. Yeah, whatever. But, like, this guy wasn't even doing anything. Right. You know <laughs> mean like nobody even like called the cops to show up to to do an investigate for a kidnap and beating like this was just they just literally fucking kidnapped the guy and beat the shit out of him that's right that's right yeah um your security force at work down in florida (laughs) yeah i don't know man i'm not i'm not surprised but it's like you know kind of am at like he wasn't even doing anything yeah you really it's um I, you know what? It it surprises me, even though it shouldn't. You know what I mean? Well, I it mean, yeah, you're used to hearing like the the cops were called and they did an investigate discovery, and then they found out that like dude was crazy or or whatever, like didn't listen to him, and they beat the shit out of him, right? Like that's normally the story, right? Like they mm-hmm. the, the official story is like they were called, somebody complained. So now I'm here to kill you, murder your dog, or kidnap you, and beat the shit out of you. Mm-hmm. Like, it's never just, oh, they got kidnapped and beat for no fucking reason and just abandoned someplace. Like. Yeah. It, I don't, and I'm assuming that this happens more often than not because there's so many times, like, with missing people, and I've said mm-hmm. this before, um, that the last person that they were seen with was a police officer. Okay? Mm-hmm. Like yeah. yeah, you're right. I mean, chances are something happened with that fucking police officer. Mm-hmm. You know? I, I mean I, I'm not, you know, throwing any names out there for 
you know? Right. No, I I'm just saying, like, it happens more often than you think. And then, in particularly, mm-hmm. like, the person who did it could be in a higher up position where they block the investigators from going any further into a certain direction. Mm-hmm. And they'll pull investigators off the case that are close to finding out and send them someplace else. Like, you hear it all the time. So, like, it's not, it's not new, I wouldn't say, but, like, just odd. (coughs) Homeless guy. Already down on his fucking luck and you got to beat the shit out of him for what? Yeah, yeah. Because you're a piece of fucking shit. You got that right. There's no other way around it. Yeah. There's no other way around it. Um, I have something worse that uh, this wasn't exactly on the cards tonight, but I came across this a little bit before the show started. Uh, so I want to talk about this. So um, I wrote in the Substack earlier today that I, I have stood by, I, I've said and I still stand by my position that if you hurt children or a rapist, and I'm not talking about statutory where you're like 19, and she's just about to turn 18 because you started dating in high school and her dad hates you. Not necessarily talking about that. I'm talking, you know what I'm talking about. I'm talking about sexual yes. fucking assault. Right. Um, the, the punishment should be the highest punishment. Absolutely. Um, there was a story that we put up on uh, the Instagram. Uh, Christopher knows what I'm talking about. This uh, gay couple who adopted two children were sexually assaulting these children and then um, having, like, selling the children to be sexually assaulted by others. Oh, God damn uh, it, dude. There's, uh, that's not even the story I'm about to talk to you about. The pun- the punishment for that needs to be uh, the highest punishment. I'm sorry. I, you could tell me all day about proportionality, this, that, and the other thing. I'm not interested in having the argument. Uh, if you want to hurt children and you get caught, it's against the wall. Today, wood chipper feet first. However, we're going to do it. Feed you the sharks. Rest of you to the flies. You got to go. You got to go. We don't have time for this. Like, I mean, this, these cr- crimes against children are the, the uh, I, I, we can't, we can't abide by this. This, the, the dude will not abide. This shit ain't happening. Ugh. Speaking of which, uh, in the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania, uh, a, a man in Pennsylvania is accused of repeatedly raping and beating a 10 year old girl including after the girl allegedly angered him by feeding a dog, finally has been arrested. Roscoe Roy Jr., 42 years old, was arrested and charged on Friday in Cumberland County by the Lower Allen Township Police Department for rape of a child, aggravated indecent assault of a child, and strangulation. He was also charged with two misdemeanors of indecent exposure and indecent assault. Police launched an investigation into Roy in May of 2019 after the child reported the sexual and physical abuse to a child advocacy group. The abuse was alleged to be carried out between 2018 and 2019 at Roy's home in Mechanicsburg. Roy mostly lived in the neighborhood of the Harrisburg in neighboring Harrisburg, but has since been described as homeless by police. Court records report that the girl said she would sleep in Roy's bed and had woken up on one occasion. To him raping her. During another attack, the girl said she passed out and thought she would die, remembering Roy's hands allegedly around her neck. The girl also alleged that she angered Roy on different occasions when she fed a dog in his house. He allegedly responded by duct-taping her to a punching bag and beating her. 
He allegedly told her that he would kill her if she told anything about the abuse. Uh, the court document showed that the girl said she felt like Roy treated her like a rag doll and raped her as punishment. In another alleged innocent, the girl said she refused to get Roy cigarettes and beer, which reportedly sparked Roy to pull her by the hair into a bathroom where a tub was filled with water. Alleg- she, he allegedly tried to drown her and then threw her down a flight of steps. He also allegedly tried to strangle her on different occasions with a headset when she did not promptly turn his Xbox off. <clears throat> Charges were filed after a lengthy investigation. You don't say, according to the police. Roy it's being he- Roy's being held on $200,000 bail at the Cumberland County Prison. is scheduled for a preliminary hearing on February 9th. Um... If found guilty, I mean, there's no reason to keep him around, is there? I should say not. I don't, I don't, I I can't even begin to even, I can't even. Yeah, yeah. I can't even, I don't, I, no. The horror that is outside of your door is, I mean, not even film can capture the kind of evil that inhabits this ridiculous rock that's out there and what people are doing to other human beings. And, and to children, the children, which, um, uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know why these people are allowed to continue to live. I agree. Um, uh, we, we certainly don't have a use for them, uh, at all. Um, but, uh, yeah. So getting back to your security force again, I told you it was going to be a dark show. So, um, apologies for that one. Uh, this one is out of Arkansas, which for those of you who are not from this part of the world is a state. It has Kansas in it. And I remember a lady, Wilma Smith, on, I think, WJW or WEWS in Cleveland used to call it Arkansas. I call it Arkansas because it's Ironically, funny. Yes, but it's Arkansas. Yeah. Arkansas. Uh, this is out of the great state of Arkansas. Uh, hmm. The family of a man who died from dehydration and malnutrition while being held in a West Arkansas jail filed a federal lawsuit on Friday claiming jail staff ignored his medical and mental health needs. Larry Eugene Price Jr. died at the Sebastian County Jail in August of 2021 after being held a little over a year at the facility awaiting trial on a terroristic threatening charge. I want you to think about what was just said. Being held over a year on a terroristic threatening charge. Okay? Uh, I, I, it really takes that long for the wheels to turn in Arkansas? You folks down there? I mean, really? He didn't need to be in there? Price 51, who had a history of serious mental illness. So instead of holding him on terroristic threats, threat charges, perhaps they could have gotten him some mental health. Um, they have an unlimited amount of resources that come out of your pocketbooks. Um, no, no, we're not going to do that. Had been held in solitary confinement at the county facility, according to the lawsuit. The lawsuit against Sebastian County accused the jail and its medical provider of neglecting Price as he ate and drank less over the course of a year and his weight dropped from 185 pounds to 90 pounds. 90 pounds. J. 
Jail staff discontinued Price mental health medications after he refused to take them, the lawsuit said, and didn't make any effort to follow up with the inmate to address his mental health needs. Larry Price suffered in the tortured throes of his untreated mental disorder for months on end as, as the jail healthcare and security staff watched him waste away, apathetic to his life-threatening medical and mental health needs and cruelty of his confinement, the lawsuit said. So, to be sure that you know what this means. When somebody dies of starvation and dehydration, malnutrition, this is a slow execution. Okay? Slow. First, your eyesight goes. I mean, this was documented very well in uh, uh, during the Troubles in Belfast. Uh, with the with there's a bunch of dudes in the IRA. Maybe some of you know his name, Bobby Sands. Uh, a bunch of these men went on hunger strike to be treated as political prisoners by the British uh, establishment, which they refused, and they died as a result of going on a hunger strike. One of the first things that happens is go blind. Okay, um, if you're not drinking water and you're not able to pass waste, you begin to poison yourself. Okay, so this man was literally being tortured a little bit every day, worse as it went on, going from 185 pound to 90 pound. It is this sort of thing. This can't be sustained. Something's got to give. Regardless, I mean, the, the, the guy, it's not like he was, you know, the, like the rapist we just talked to you about from uh, fucking Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. Okay. Terroristic threats. You guys know he's on medication for for his mental health issues. Could you not get him help? He's not taking his meds. Okay. Is there something else you could do? Or you're just going to throw your hands up and be like, do you ah, know fuck it. what they jailed him for? Tell me. Let me tell you. On August 19, 2020, Larry Eugene Price Jr., a schizophrenic, development developmentally disabled and mm-hmm. unhoused man with an IQ of 55 uh. walked into Fort Smith Police Department in Arkansas and started having an episode. He yelled at police officers and put his hand into the shape of a gun pretending to shoot them. He shouted incoherently and refused to leave. This was not the first time he had done this. He was known to the officers of that station who were well aware of his situation. Out of what they say was concerned for his well-being. They took him into custody and he was transferred to Sebastian County Jail later that evening and charged with a terroristic threatening in the first degree. His bail was set at $1,000. This meant he would have had to pay $100 to be let out. He didn't have $100, so he had to stay in jail. On that day, he weighed 185 pounds and was well-nourished. A little over a year later... Larry Eugene Price Jr. was found unresponsive in his prison cell, lying in a pool of standing water and urine. EMTs tried and failed to save him, partly because they were unable to quickly use a defibrillator on him because of the standing water situation. He was later determined to have died from acute dehydration and malnutrition. He starved to death weighing 90 pounds when he passed. His feet were so severely deformed from having been in standing water for however long that was an issue. The skin on them was wilted and pruny from prolonged moisture exposure. Trench foot, yeah. Yeah. So, he was literally left in the cell to rot and die. Yeah. Like, the the article that you're reading is completely, like, sanitized of what happened to this man. 
He clearly had issues, mental health issues. They knew it. Instead of taking him to the hospital and mm-hmm. having him admitted into a fucking psych ward, they did this. They killed him, like you said. Because yeah. they're tired of dealing with him because he, sh- he sh- you know, showed up randomly. And maybe they thought, well, one day, what if he does get a gun? I don't know. But it- it's really fucking stupid. It is. They're supposed to help people. They don't help. Nobody helps anybody. No, but they certainly don't help anybody. That's for sure. Um, that was, uh, yeah, it's really rough. It's uh, really, really, really rough. So next I want to bring up this again. This is going heavy on the uh, blue line people. Um, and don't worry. You know, there's nothing that these people can do that these folks will ever begin to question their own beliefs. On should they ought to ought they be supporting the that these criminals and they're like oh a few bad apples finish f- finish it a few bad apples what ruins the bunch the whole bunch that's it I mean this it, it, it's it's very depressing it's definitely a black pill for sure uh, <laughs> this is from Matt Agarist over there who does fantastic work at the Free Thought Project I wanted to talk about this this is once again your security force hard at work with your tax dollars uh this one is yet more crimes um from wendell north carolina disgraced school resource officer it's a cop and his now fired teacher wife have been indicted on disturbing sex charges involving a student from the school where they worked parents and students from corinth holders high school in wendell north carolina are now asking if anyone else was involved According to authorities, Mike Meldon, a Johnston County Sheriff's Office deputy and school resource officer's wife, Amy Medlin, a teacher for 22 years and worked at a, as a family and consumer science teacher at Corinth Holders High School, has been hit with multiple charges. The couple was indicted on three charges each of taking indecent liberties with a student, first-degree sexual exploitation of a minor, and sexual servitude. Prosecutors described a highly elaborate grooming process carried out by the couple on the troubled boy at the school. The abuse spanned the course of two years. He was invited into their home and given alcohol. Videos were made of him doing sexual things and then given to Miss Medlin at school so she could watch, the prosecutor has said. Details of the abuse were made public, including the fact that Mike Medlin admitted to being involved after the student was intoxicated. According to police documents, the couple admitted to taking a student home with them to, quote, watch movies in their bed with them. The couple was also accused of inappropriate relationships with other children, including a girl who had been a babysitter for their children. Despite the couple's own admissions and the extremely disturbing allegations surrounding their indictments, the courtroom was packed on Monday with their supporters. The male victim, who is now adult, was also in the courtroom Monday as the district attorney asked for $75,000 bail on each of them. The judge was apparently swayed by the thin blue line. Bumped the bail down to 50000 The couple quickly posted and returned home. The investigation began last year, and Johnson County Sheriff Steve Bizell fired Deputy Medlin following an internal investigation into allegations of inappropriate relationship with two alleged victims. Medlin was terminated on May 23rd, 2022. Amy Medlin was suspended on May 16th, 2022 by Johnson County Schools. It gets worse. More of the same. The indictment also stated that the couple did knowingly subject 
and maintain another person victim in sexual servitude by engaging in sexual activity with the person slash victim for which a thing of value is directly and indirectly given, promised, and received by the person slash victim and which conduct and which con- conduct was induced and obtained by coercion and deception that was performed and provided by the person victim. A statement from the Johnston County Public Schools stated, The district takes any allegations of staff misconduct seriously. Although we cannot discuss the specifics of an investigation into alleged staff misconduct, we can confirm that whenever such allegations arise, our administration responds swiftly by investigating the allegations and sometimes by removing staff from classrooms pending completion of a thorough review. Beyond that, the school system is not at liberty to provide any other information. Police sexual misconduct involving children is so prevalent that they often get caught in civilian-run stings, too. Just last year, we, that is the Free Thought Project, who does amazing work, reported on a top-level official with the San Diego Sheriff's Department who had been there for 25 years, Sergeant Luis Rios. Rios was busted by the vigilante group People vs. Preds as he tried to meet a 13-year-old boy for sex. Before that, we reported on a cop out of Charlotte County, Florida. Charlotte County Deputy Marty Allen, 41, was arrested after pedophile hunters caught him in the act of soliciting a child for sexual relations. Another one was Officer Clifford Horn, 54, of Chalfont, Pennsylvania, was busted by the Ped Patrol, and his arrest was live-streamed directly on YouTube as he attempted to have sex with a 14-year-old boy. Just months before, a vigilante group known as Waitlist Waits List, excuse me, caught a cop at an elementary school identified in the video as Alan Reese. And then another one was Stowe Police Chief Ralph Marino, who was caught on video attempting to meet a boy he thought was 14 years old. Ladies and gentlemen, um, I stand by my earlier statement that the ultimate punishment needs to be carried out against individuals who commit these kinds of crimes against our children. And again, you don't need to be a mom, dad, uncle, grandpa, cousin, whatever, to want to protect children, okay? You, that's just, it's the right thing to do. It's the right thing to do to protect the least amongst us, right? Kids, um, this shouldn't be happening. This shouldn't be happening. And if we start setting examples, perhaps it won't happen more. Um, and you know what? I'd want to get some, I want to interview some of these people that are running these groups that are doing the Lord's work by uh, intercepting these scum and catching them because who knows if they wouldn't have done anything how long this would have gone on for you know what i'm saying that's the thing it's like how long had this been transpiring prior to these uh pedophile hunter groups catching these sons of bitches you know what i mean it's it, it really i don't know about the rest of you but this shit will keep me up at night because i think about it and you know there's really not much you could do about it or maybe there is, you know, you get in touch with some of these groups and you can try to make a difference. Um, but um, if we're going to have police, can they not fucking harm children? You know, can they run into the building when someone's trying to murder all these children? And instead of holding the parents back from helping their children, can they go in there? Can they go in there and, and help? No, no. I, I guess I don't get anything. I'm over for fucking 5,000, I guess, at this point. I don't know. Um, I mean... Like, it this shit is not good. It's out of control. It's not good. Like, it hasn't been good for a long time. The situation is status quo, and nobody does anything about it. 
Like, it's awful. Like, I don't know why it's okay for this to go on. Like, if you know the person's name, you know what I mean? You can catch up with them later. Mm -hmm. Like, if they're actively trying to harm somebody, I understand, like, the pursuit, Mm -hmm. right? Like, and I understand, like, you know, things can escalate. And you might need to do what you need to do in that situation, right? Yep. Like, get it. But, like, when somebody's complying with you and you fucking execute them or, you know, I don't even know what to say. Like, the school cop, you know, raping people, not surprised. Like, I mean, this shit happens all the time. Truly. It does. I don't know. Like, it's... The system is, like fucked up and you can't fix it no uh i don't know there's no reform when people say police reform there's no reform they don't give a shit they've been doing this for decades they're gonna keep doing it for decades because they've gotten away with it like i think you're probably right about that for sure i mean i don't i don't know i it's stupid it's stupid and it's very depressing it makes me very sad i hate to see it happen um I wanted to finish off the show today by something very interesting. Not a huge Daily Caller guy, by the way. Um, Not a huge Daily Caller guy, but I couldn't pass this one up. Now, we have listeners in Alabama, and I'd like to know if this happens more on the regular down there. I'm not sure. I've been in plenty of strange places across the Fruited Plain stopping for gas when you're on a long road trip. Um, I have, you know, I mean, I don't have any relatives that really, I have some that live in Florida, uh, but nowhere in the deep South as it were. Uh, I don't know if this is kind of like the Mississippi thing where they put cookies and cream ice cream on a fucking, uh, filet of fish. Uh, I don't know if that's, uh, if this is akin to the same thing, but when you go to a gas station parking lot, the last thing that you're going to probably think that you're going to see Shootings take place, stabbings, muggings, um, fights, all sorts of crazy stuff happens. What is that called that John Korea, your boy, talks about gas stations or what? A transitional space? Is that what he calls it? Yes. Them? Okay, so I remembered that. Um, but uh, one doesn't expect a certain item to show up, and that is male genitalia sitting in a gas station parking lot. No. You, you heard me right. Uh, okay. The Mobile Police Department responded to a call Monday that male genitalia had been found in an Alabama gas station. Witnesses found the human penis in the parking lot of a gas station located at the corner of Navco Road and McVeigh Drive after 6 a.m. The MDP told the Daily Caller, uh, or told the caller police are not investigating the incident as a murder or an assault. Uh, I don't even know how you investigate that. Um, what would be the investigation for that? Like, uh, It's what's... a human body part, so some, it belongs to somebody, and yes. so they need to determine what One happens. One would hope, Angel, that it does, in fact, belong I to I mean, somebody. so it's either like an assault, you know, which means somebody got angry and cut off someone's dick. You know, it gets better. <laughs> the the uh, Mobile Police Department believes the penis belongs to a motorcycle driver who was involved in a fatal accident on a nearby interstate. Okay, police officers responded to a motorcycle crash at 6 a.m. 
Monday near eastbound I-10 and I-65 and Dauphin Island. <clears throat> According to the MPD, officers found one of the drivers involved, the 29-year-old Christopher Means, dead at the scene of the crash. I'm waiting to see. Preliminary investigation reveals that the victim was riding his motorcycle southbound I-65 ramp to eastbound I-10 when he lost control of the motorcycle. Rider was thrown from his motorcycle and struck by multiple vehicles. Only one of the drivers involved in the crash remains at the scene until officers arrived and MPD continued. The department is trying to currently locate the other drivers involved. Um, this does not explain how it goes from a motorcycle accident to a cock just being in the parking lot out of fucking sheets down in, in Mobile, Alabama. So, chances... I mean... First of all, they should definitely investigate and compare the fucking shit to the the guy, right? To just make sure that that's where it fucking came from. Because that's what the proper procedure should be. And I don't fucking work in like, any... Pardon me, sir. Are you missing a cock? <laughs> um, <laughs> Our boys pull him down. I gotta yeah. see. <laughs> so, like, dude is dead. So, like, they can do DNA. Like... Hey, Frank, could you pull his trousers down? Why, Bill? Um, can you just fucking pull him down? So, like, the ne- the next step... Show me where he pissed from. <laughs> is, okay, so somebody ran him over, and somehow his dick and balls <laughs> got caught in, in the car. That's an awful way to fucking go. Oh, oh my God. His dick and shit got ripped <laughs> off of his body. And, like, you know, got his appendage is now on the car, and the person drove to the gas station. They hit the windshield wiper, like, yeah, oh, my God, get it off. Get the, dick off get the dick off my windshield. <laughs> like, that's, I mean, oh. that's how the dick ended up there. Like, uh, hey, you know what? I'm not, I'm not a. Or it expert. doesn't belong to that guy, and it belongs to somebody else. So, number one, they should do an investigate discovery, and... Do a DNA on the dick. Discover that dick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, uh, what a wild, what a wild place. I'm glad we got a little laugh out of that one because this was a rather dark <laughs> episode. Um, uh, first and foremost, uh, once again, public service announcement: Please do not leave your dog chained up outside where there are wolves or coyotes. Um, don't be an asshole. Don't be a piece of garbage. Be nice to your pet. Or, or if it's extreme cold. Yes. And you don't have a dog like I have, which I was just saying you don't have a sled dog. <laughs> right. Then it's a problem. So please do not put like a, a German short hair pointer outside when it's, you know, 25 below zero. Okay. Don't be an asshole. No. Um, second thing I want to reach out, say hi to Lexi and family. Lexi's going through some stuff right now, um, you know, with, um, you know, uh, potentially breast cancer. Um, you know, we're, we're 100 percent in your corner, like we said the last time. Uh, she's a tough chick. She's going to be all right. She's going to be just fine. Uh, but um, words of encouragement, you know, uh, you know, we're in your corner all the way. Uh, real tough lady, good people. And uh, her other half, Dustin, I want to just tell you that I, I am deeply upset, even though I don't have any skin in the game, like our friend down in Alabama. Um, I wanted the Bengals to win, and I was told by my 19-year-old son that the referees won the game for Kansas shitty. So now I have no reason to watch the super battle whatsoever. My mom's making chili. She could put fucking uh, uh drag race on there with RuPaul. <laughs> I won't care. I'm here for the chili. 
Is the Slay Queen. Chili's so good. No, the Super Bowl is a week from this Saturday. Um, but uh, Dustin, I, I'm sorry, man. Like I, I really wanted the Bengals to win. I was pulling for uh for for the for Cincinnati stand, and it did not work out. I'm very disappointed. Um, but as they say in Cleveland, there's always next year. Yeah. So good luck. Um, I think that the Bengals will eventually win one. It's interesting to see the quarterback class that we have right now between Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, and Joe Burrow. This could be potentially all of them winning Super Bowls, and Patrick already has. Tom Brady retired, for those of you who are not familiar. After going back to the NFL, winning seven titles, going back to the NFL, uh, he finished with an eight and nine season and lost his wife, the supermodel, for fucking for going back to Tampa to play football to win eight fucking games and not win any titles or nothing. So Tom, I hope it was worth it. Really sorry it didn't work out for you, uh, but uh, we wish you well. You know that's life in a big city, folks. I mean, you know sometimes it gets you. Um, does anybody have anything to add to this depressing uh, wreck? of an episode before we move on angel um no i mean i would i would just like to um say to lexi if there's anything you know that we can do you know to support you um you know please reach out and we'll do the best that we can Mm -hmm. um to you know get the support that you need and Mm -hmm. that i hope you're doing well um secondly is uh BitChute, if you can visit there, that's where all the videos are going to be. So if you want to see our beautiful faces, please visit us on the BitChute. Um, outside of that, on my countenance. Yes. Yes. I don't have anything additional to add. All right. Christopher, anything at all? Nothing additional. All right. All right. Well, in that case, ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to thank you for checking out the podcast i'd like to thank the regular listeners for continuing uh showing up for this thing since the beginning some of you have been around i can't believe we've been doing this for over three years now uh it's pretty rad and um uh so far still enjoying it so you know when that changes you'll know about it and by the way i'm sorry for i for iphone users who use apple podcasts i apologize it wasn't my fault i reached out to the provider, they're giving me a big runaround. They're like, oh, no, your your podcast feed is up right now. I'm like, yes, I, I emailed you last week about it, and it was delayed. The podcast didn't release on Apple until later Friday afternoon, around 4. Uh, I was a little pissed off about that um, because we had uploaded the show Thursday night. That's when it went out. Uh, the only folks that could get a hold of it, though, were Podbean users and Stitcher users, and CastBox, I believe. But those that were not using Apple, who were using Apple, and that's the majority of our listenership comes from Apple Podcasts. Sorry about that. Out of my hands. These these people who I pay um, didn't do their job. So whatever. And they're trying to play games with me. But I'll get to the bottom of it, don't you worry. I'd like to thank our sponsors. AgorasNexus.com, Vandalay Industries, iPain Akron, where all accidents are happy accidents. And, of course, I would like to thank Ray Fava Fine Art and Design from the Great Lakes, Team Mandalore, keeping cycling very weird and having the best jerseys in the cycling business. I don't know anything about fucking bicycling, but I know a thing or two about jerseys, and they are exquisite specifically also because our logo is on the front of the sweater at the top, which is pretty rad. 
Um, I'm very proud. Very proud of that. Proud to be a part of the team. Cool stuff. Uh, get at us if you want to. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all that good stuff. Probably a little bit less on Twitter, more on Instagram. Uh, but um, ladies and gentlemen, uh, you know, don't forget Valentine's Day is coming up. I would like to remind you, sons of bitches, that you probably smell terrible. And I would like you to take care of that. Please don't disrespect your other half or your polyamory relationship with Frank and Bill down the street. And wash, please wash your body properly uh, with uh, with Akron Apothecary Todd Gay soap. Please check out the soap. Make sure that you're washing properly, taking care of your tackle box, your fat folds. Make sure those titties are nice and clean for when you get that examination uh, for the mammogram to make sure that everything, like Lexi said, ladies, check your titties. And while you're out there checking out them titties, making sure that they're healthy, keep them clean. Keep them clean. Keep them smelling fresh for that special someone or someone with Todd's Gay Soap from Akron Apothecary because, in fact, Todd's Gay Soap is... Oh, for that motherfucking ass, girl. God damn. <laughs> we got the soap. Uh, soap for that ass. Yeah, we got the soap. Uh, soap for that ass. Yeah, we got the soap. Uh, soap for that ass. <laughs> I can't do it. I gotta go. Thank you very much. Bye. Bye. <laughs>